We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. Another great MAGA morning on the East Coast. Hope you're all doing well. It's uh, it's Thursday. It's been a long week I, for me, anyway. I don't know. It's it, the first part of the week was going by quick, and now I just feel like it's stalled. But uh, yeah, it's Friday Eve, Freedom Friday Eve. I mean, tomorrow's Freedom Friday. Chats are open. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're all doing all right. Uh, I don't know. It's Thursday, and I haven't seen anybody uh get impeached yet or at least any announcements of anybody getting impeached and again congress is going to be uh on vacation for the whole month of august so do or die people instead we're going to waste time having congressional hearings about ufos and little green men like uh, whistleblowers about ufos being captured in this secret government program that captures ufos like really this is what we're doing. This is what we're spending time on when literally we have a country in crisis and we're going to really give a crap about UFOs that we all know exist. Everybody has their beliefs. I'm not buying this whole UFO narrative as far as what's happening in these congressional hearings. You can't tell me it's not a distraction. And I'm sorry, but the Republicans are complicit in it. We have the 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 border that no one's really talking about is still wide open you see stories here and there and migrants are still filling our our cities and and our towns illegals you have a corrupt doj going after political prisoners uh, uh, political opponents rather we have political prisons prisoners also as a matter of fact uh next week August 4th, whatever next Friday is, not tomorrow, I, uh, on Freedom Friday with myself and James, we're going to have um, uh, a January 6th political prisoner that uh, is going to come on with us and speak. He's in home confinement. He was convicted of nonsense crimes and will be sentenced next month, from what I'm understanding, a minimum of 10 years for nonviolent crimes. But uh, I, I just have to check on that, but that's going to happen. Um, Matt Webb in the chat 
Oh. Oh yeah, you're you're across the pond. Oh, I'm sorry. Your daughter's in critical in the hospital. Critical condition has been since Monday morning UK time. Uh, hope all is all right. We'll check out the link. But uh, best of luck, and we'll definitely pray for your daughter. You're you're in the chat a lot, and uh, all, all the way from across the world. So uh, Matt, we'll we'll keep your your daughter in uh, in our prayers. So hopefully, hopefully she. Uh, she has a speedy recovery. We, I will check out the link on the case uh, after the show. I absolutely will. Um, so yeah, all right. So yeah, the whole the whole UFO thing it, it's it's nonsense. We had the whole Hunter debacle yesterday at federal court in Delaware, where they thought they were just going to walk in and have this sweetheart deal, but apparently the 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 judge smartened up and looked at it a little closer and realized that. Yeah, this this sweetheart deal needs to be revised. We can't have Hunter Biden have this broad immunity for any future crimes that maybe prove that he committed, of course, in reference to his father and and uh, corruption and all of that. So a lot a lot of things uh, transpired with the whole um, Hunter showing up at federal court yesterday in Delaware. Realize this guy, this this who laughs at us. Who you know uh, bangs hookers, does uh, an, an insane amount of blow, and our taxpayers, our taxpayer dollars, uh, transport this piece of garbage around with a whole Secret Service protective detail. I mean, he rolled up to to federal court like he was like he was the vice president of the United States with all the Secret Service SUVs and red and blue lights going. Like, I mean, I get it. The sitting president's immediate family, sons and daughters, they get Secret Service protection. They, they, they get their own details, obviously. But it's just what they're doing, is it's, they're spitting in our faces like, screw you peasants. In any case, so Hunter pleads not guilty as judge demands lawyers revise sweetheart deal. Now, remember, uh, early on, he had pled guilty yeah, Hunter Biden pled guilty. This is from a month ago, and takes deal faces no jail time, and it, he was likely to receive two years probation and enter a diversion program. And that was according to some leaked details of a plea deal struck with authorities following his tax crimes and dun, gun charge. That he will serve no time. Now that was a month ago, and now the update is he's pleading not guilty because this judge is like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? You're trying to pull a fast one. To the point where they actually, one or several or some of his attorneys may be facing disciplinary actions and sanctions because somebody actually called the jail, uh, uh, posing as a Republican attorney, talking about having whistleblower evidence stricken from the case. I have an article on that we'll look into. But this update, Hunter Biden's sweetheart deal with the prosecutors has fallen apart, unraveled. Judge Mary Ellen uh, Noreka demanding lawyers revise its terms and the first son pleading not guilty to tax crimes. So he had to change his plea because there's no deal right now until they revise it. Uh, President Biden's eldest son, crackhead Hunter, initially called the deal off if the prosecutors under questioning from the judge said it would not provide him with blanket immunity from future prosecution. That's what they wanted for Hunter so that he could not be prosecuted for anything that may come out of any of the investigations of cor uh, corruption, barisma, payoffs, shell companies, 10% for the big guy, all of that. So, hey, 
Hunter's lawyers basically, one of them even, I think, shouted in the courtroom that the deal is off the table, null and void. They salvaged a part of the deal during a quick recess with Hunter, agreeing he would not be immune from future prosecution, uh, for example, FARA uh, violations, while the prosecution agreed that a guilty plea to two misdemeanors, tax crimes, would see him protected from not just a felony gun charge, but for any gun, drug, and tax crimes from 2014 to 2019. So they want to protect him from that, and the judge is like, he can't have uh, broad immunity from just uh, anything that might transpire in investigations going forward in crimes, especially in reference to government corruption, his father, and anything else. So I think that was really, uh, really heads up on the judge to not just give this blanket immunity because that would really put a damper on anything that comes up in the investigation. Listen, am I hopeful something happens and that Hunter Biden or Joe Biden or other people related to this business uh, uh, dealings and corruption be held accountable? Yes. In reality, I don't think anybody's going to be held accountable. Nobody's going to jail. that's, That's unfortunately the reality of it, and it's disgusting and pitiful. So this judge remained skeptical of the plea deal's unusual terms uh, and delayed her assent uh, until after it was changed to clarify the limits on Hunter's immunity from prosecutions for various business dealings. Consequently, Hunter pleaded not guilty to the tax misdemeanors he was being charged with. So now it's an open case. He pled not guilty. Most likely this case is not going to go to trial because they will revise the plea deal and they'll come to an agreement. Uh, he'll reverse the deal. He'll reverse his, his, again, like I said, he'll reverse his plea if another deal is revised to everyone's satisfaction. The judge, the attorneys, uh, prosecution, the whole thing. The court reporter suggests Judge Noreka was unhappy with the deal's unusual and non-standard terms with respect to Hunter's broad immunity. Again, they wanted him to be uh, untouched for anything that might happen and come up in future investigations and from other charges. Uh, earlier in the proceedings, they said she asked prosecutors why it had been filed under a provision that gave her no legal authority to reject it. So they basically tried to frame it that the judge, whoever the judge was, could not uh, reject it, which is very odd. So the prosecutor, Leo Wise, asked if there was any precedent for a deal of this nature and told the, ju- told the judge uh, when, when the prosecutor was asked, no. So it all unraveled. The judge expressed concerns, and now he pled not guilty to these, uh, to these misdemeanors. Now, they, they, again, they're going to they're gonna make a deal. They're going to make a deal. Hunter Biden's not going to see jail. Hunter Biden's not going to see a, uh, a trial. I, 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 don't, I don't see it happening. What is interesting, though, again— is Hunter Biden's attorneys who are, listen, most attorneys are, are, are ruthless, are, are scam artists, will do anything to find a loophole for something and push the envelope so far to just enough where they won't get in trouble, they won't get sanctions, they won't get disciplinary actions, have to go in front of the Bar Association uh, and, and, and may possibly anything to, to disbar them from practicing law. But apparently, from what this... Uh, next article says is that 
a Hunter attorney called court pretending to be Republican lawyer asking clerk to remove whistleblower evidence from record. Now that is some shady stuff. That's pretty grimy. Hunter Biden's legal team attempted to defraud a judge tasked with approving his sweetheart deal with prosecutors after they called the court clerk impersonating a Republican lawyer and asked to have whistleblower evidence struck from the record. And I'm wondering if there's transcriptions of those phone calls, if they'll of that phone call, if it will be released, because I'm wondering how they went ahead and and uh, posed as a Republican attorney uh, in, in in reference to this case. Um, that that's I I'm, I'm not understanding that. But the Ways and Means Committee of the House had filed the amicus brief with U.S. District Judge Mary Ellen Noreka detailing issues with the way Hunter's case was handled and asking her to consider the political interference which calls into question the proprietary of the investigation before approving the plea deal. So let's look at everything first. Is there any political interference with, with investigations that may be going on in Congress in reference to his father being city, sitting president and all of the corruptions? And apparently this amicus brief was soon removed from the public docket. However, the Ways and Means Committee lawyer, Theodore Catilla, saying the clerk's office told him someone claiming to work for him asked for it to be removed. So, okay, I just answered my own question because I didn't read this article in, in its entirety. So the Ways and Means Committee lawyer, the clerk's office at the, at the court told him, the Ways and Means lawyer, that someone claiming to work for that, that Republican attorney asked for it to be removed. This turned out to be Jessica Bengals of New York law firm Latham and Watkins. So it was a scam phone call, and I guess the per the lawyer was identified. Judge Norega demanded Hunter's lawyers show cause as to why sanctions should not be considered for misrepresent misrepresentation to the court. They tried to defraud the court. They tried to scam the court into removing evidence before it got to the judge, so it wasn't seen, and maybe the sweetheart deal could have went through. How nobody's being charged for that, I don't know how it works with lawyers exactly. I know there's reprimands and sanctions and disbarment and things like that. Now, Bangles, this attorney, uh, Jessica Bangles, she responded, she never indicated that he, she was calling from Mr. Catilla's firm or that I worked for him in any way and insisting the clerk had misunderstood her, uh, which is probably a lie. It's just legal uh, uh manipulation from the attorney trying to make a court clerk look stupid because attorneys are very good at that too. Not all. I have close friends who are attorneys, but we'll, what attorneys will do is they think they're holier than thou and they have all this education and a law degree and they pass the bar associate, the, the bar exam, that they will make court clerks and other uh, court staff look beneath them, look like idiots. Meanwhile, the court system couldn't run without paralegals, court clerks, and things like that, and say, well, they was just an idiot. They just they, they just misrep mis misunderstood me. I didn't call as a, as a Republican lawyer, and you have no proof otherwise. Of course, deny, 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 and then attack the person that is uh, accusing you, which does work from time to time. So hold on a second. Anyway. So yeah. So you have Hunter attorneys calling, pretending to be or working for a Republican lawyer for over the Ways and Means Committee. And you have Hunter, them walking in trying to basically 
throw a blanket over the judge's head and say, yeah, you know, maybe she won't notice and we'll get this plea deal and get in and out of here and you won't see jail time. Well, it blew up on them. And, uh, you know, this obviously is a good thing because, and, and listen, still, we don't know how this is going to affect future investigations. I have a feeling that this court case, and I'm not an attorney, may come up after another deal is struck. If something comes down the pike in all of these congressional hearings going after Joe Biden, that they will they will bring it back and say, look, you can't you can't prosecute for this because of this of this deal. Or you can't use Hunter Biden's testimony against his father or this because of this plea deal back in Delaware. Uh, I'm hoping that the the deal that they decide to uh, work out, which listen, I don't think there could there should be a deal because if this was Don Jr. or if this was any other a Republican or Republican's child, there would be no deal. This would be we're going to trial. The misdemeanors would be felonies. They would figure out a way to make those misdemeanors felonies. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's who, you know, it's who, you know, and, and, and I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. The good thing is what she did was gave him, re- <clears throat> excuse me, release conditions because he, now he had a plead not guilty from pleading guilty to getting the deal to now there's no deal on the table until they fix it, which is going to be temporary. Today's Thursday. They may have another deal done by t- today or tomorrow. They could be working on it right now for all we know. We'll know maybe later today. But upon his release, there were some conditions, which I have a feeling, and I'm sure you'll agree, that he's going to have a hard time following. But then again, who's going to be around to catch him? Who's going to rat him out? And if he does violate the release uh, conditions, is he really going to be um, held accountable? So Hunter Biden could be jailed if he consumes drugs, alcohol as part of release conditions. If you're going to sit there and tell me that this guy does not consume any type of controlled substance or alcohol or any other more mind-altering substance, then um, I, I have a bridge to sell you because this guy's an addict. The lifestyle he lives, there's no way. And here's the thing. Who's going to catch him? What, his Secret Service detail? I can't imagine what his Secret Service detail sees. I can't imagine what he does in front of his Secret Service detail. And they're not going to rat on him. I'm probably sure they they can't. So President Joe Biden's son, first crackhead, Hunter, could be jailed if he consumes any drugs or alcohol according to the conditions of his release as signed by this U.S. District Court Judge Mary Ellen Noreka. Biden appeared in federal court in Delaware. We know that. He was expected to enter a guilty plea. Negotiations were, uh, it was all thrown out, thrown out of the, uh, off the table. The DOJ, um, of course, for the illegally possessing a handgun and failing to pay two years worth of federal tax. Can you imagine if you, if you fail to pay two years worth of federal taxes? Do you think you'd be charged with a misdemeanor? Do you think you would get a plea deal in federal court if you, Joe Blow, American, failed to pay two years worth of federal taxes not failed to file because that's not really a crime 
It's if you file and you have to pay and you don't pay and you evade paying or hide income. Imagine you did that as middle-class American Joe. And then here comes Hunter Biden, failed to pay two years worth of federal taxes, illegally possessed a handgun. You'd be going to trial. You would be charged with felonies. This is the two-tier justice system. The plea deal fell through. It could because the judge questioned whether the deal covered future charges from the DOJ's ongoing investigation into the first son, his business dealings, and his father. And apparently that plea deal would have reportedly given Biden that broad immunity from, pro- from prosecution in perpetuity. So basically anything that happened, he couldn't be prosecuted for. So as a result, Hunter Biden entered a not guilty plea and will have to return to court in the future while his legal team negotiates a new plea deal with the federal prosecutors. And as part of Hunter Biden's release conditions, he could be prosecuted for contempt of court and face potential jail time if he consumes alcohol, drugs, including marijuana. Biden has been open about his past drug use, which included an addition to crack cocaine. Oh, he knew that. And Parmesan cheese, if he can't find the crack. Interestingly, Biden arrived in court on Wednesday alongside one of his attorneys, Kevin Morris, who was photographed last week smoking from a bong in broad daylight during a visit from Biden. So literally, the attorney that was in court with him, and I saw that photo going around. Um, I'm sure you saw it. I don't have it. Um, Actually, do I? No. I don't have it here to pull up. But the attorney was smoking a bong. You're telling me Hunter Biden didn't take any hit off of his attorney's bong? Come on. If you're, come on. There's no way. And, and, if, and if he, if that attorney respected Hunter Biden, if it, in fact Hunter Biden decided he was a recovering addict and he was trying to stay sober, you, you think his lawyer would be hitting the bong in front of his recovering addict client? The sitting president's son? Probably not. No, they were probably hitting it together. Probably then went inside where there was a bunch of bumps of, uh, of coke that they were mule hauling up their nose, chewing on eight balls. Give me a break. Give me a break. I know drug addicts. And I know drug addicts that have relapsed. And, it's, and it's, I know dr- drug addicts that struggle not to relapse. And it is uh, uh, increasingly difficult every day for these people. And this guy with the lifestyle and knowing the immunity he has and knowing that he can get away with what he can get away with. Come on, man. So, yeah. His attorney, Kevin Morris, hitting the bong. Oh, Hunter Biden must also. This is great. This is great. Puff, puff, pass. Find me a hooker with some blow on her ass cheek. That's what Hunter's saying. He doesn't give a shit. He's not scared of God. He knows he's not going to jail. Come on. This is all. You're talking about the ruling class, the elite. They're laughing at us. I'm starting to laugh. Think honestly, thinking that these people are going to be held accountable. Like I, I, I'm really starting to feel like an idiot 
believing that someone is going to be held accountable. Impeach somebody. Nobody's, come on. But the court of public opinion is important. I I, I fully, uh, I, I, I agree. I stand by that. We want to talk about, we want to talk about UFOs. UFOs in Congress. They're going on vacation for a month. We're paying these people. They're going on vacation for a month. Paying these congressmen to go to Utah to sit at Meatball Ron fundraisers. Chip Roy. Chip Soy Boy Roy. You know, paying these people, paying their salaries. They don't acknowledge that they work for us. We are peasants. All of them. Hunter Biden must continue <laughs> or actively seek employment. I thought he was a well-renowned artist. Doesn't that make him self-employed? And then the art that he's selling, one of the who is supposed to remain anonymous, one of them is a Biden donor, and one of them visited the White House 13 times. <laughs> I saw that the other day. Must continue or actively seek employment as part of his release conditions. He also must tell the court in writing about all international travel plans. Yeah, you're right. Why the why would they talk about UFOs before talking to Devin Archer? I haven't heard. Is Devin Archer testifying this week? They're saying he's testifying this week. It's Thursday. Is it happening today? Did it happen? Is it a is it a public hearing? Is it behind closed doors? Like we just heard that he's testifying. We don't know when. And they're going away for a month. They were they're shutting down for a month. Yeah, Hunter would live better in prison than 99% of us in this world. I think Hunter would do all right in prison. First of all, if Hunter went to prison, if any of these people held accountable had to go to prison, it would be a... Low minimum security federal prison, it would be a country club. And I'll be honest with you. I don't think a lot of them would end up in prison, and I think a lot of them would be in home confinement. Here's the thing I had a conversation with uh, uh, somebody last night. Uh, and I, I, I'm going to some more of the Hunter uh, release conditions. Let's say the big bad orange man, Donald Trump, uh, that he's going to get indicted in D.C. If he goes to trial in D.C., no matter the, the, the level of innocence and the level of lack of evidence, we've seen what they've done to people in D.C. if you're a conservative. General Flynn, Roger Stone, Pete Navarro, so many people, Steve Bannon. There's going to be a conviction, most likely. One, a sitting American president has never been indicted for a crime, right? Has gone to trial, has been convicted, okay? So, yeah. Arch is most likely dead already. Would not surprise me, Hog. Would not surprise me. So let's just say past, now past presidents, Secret Service their entire life, for the rest of their life as a past president. You lose Secret Service protection if you're impeached and convicted in the Senate and removed from office. Donald Trump was never removed from office. And I haven't read thoroughly, and I don't know if there's a place in the Constitution or anywhere that says if you're a past president and you're an American citizen who has Secret Service now because you're a past president, if you're convicted of a crime, are they going to imprison you in a federal prison? Because you're a past president, it's never happened before, and it doesn't say anywhere where you would lose your Secret Service as an American, as a past president, 
as president, if you were convicted in the Senate and removed, you, you, you lose your Secret Service. So my question is, if they convict Donald Trump and they recommend a prison sentence, I, I don't believe, even if convicted, Donald Trump will never see an inside, in the inside of a federal prison. But the alternative is, would they home confine him at Mar-a-Lago and he keeps his Secret Service detail? I have to find someone that can answer that question. I have to call around to a couple of constitutional attorneys. I don't even know if they've had the answer because there's no precedence for it. That's the thing. All these people saying, oh, Donald Trump's going to be in prison. I mean, of course, this government, they're so fucked what they've, what they've, what they've been doing. They can do anything they want. But it literally it states that past presidents get Secret Service protection for their, you know, anything. He wasn't, he wasn't convicted in the Senate of anything twice. So it's, it's, it's an interesting question. If, US, if UFOs don't work, maybe they will roll out a Bigfoot to distract us. I'm shocked that that hasn't happened either. Hog, maybe. Archer is scheduled to testify Monday, July 31st. That's right. That's the last day of the month. And here I'm thinking that for some idiot, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I have... I thought Friday was literally the last day of the month. What tomorrow? Why I thought that I don't know. I haven't been. It's the twenty seventh. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm a little retarded, as Alex Jones would say. Um, but yeah, I. So that'll be interesting. All right. So we have to keep in, we have to keep track on Monday, July thirty first. All right. To see, and I'm wondering. I'm hoping it's going to be televised because if it is, definitely going to be watching that. So yeah, Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden must continue to actively seek employment as part of his release conditions. Where is he going to get a job? In the energy sector? <laughs> and he has to tell the court in writing about all international travel plans, which they shouldn't allow him to do. They should immediately make him surrender his passport. Biden could be required to submit to random drug and alcohol testing to ensure his compliance with the term of his release as well. It shouldn't say could. It said would and will. It should say that because he should have to take random drug tests. They should be the federal, uh, whatever, I don't know, federal, if they have their own probation department, I believe they do, federal probation officer would show up and say, Hunter Biden's got to pee in the cup. That should absolutely have to happen. Testing may be used with random frequency and may include urine testing, the wearing of a sweat patch, a remote alcohol testing system, and or any form of prohibited substance screening or testing. The release conditions say, which are signed by both Noreka and Biden, so Hunter Biden had to sign it himself to agree to all this. The defendant must not obstruct, attempt to obstruct, or tamper with the efficiency and accuracy of prohibited substance screening or testing. No, you can't mess with the tests. And I have, let me see if this will come up. And actually, I've seen these before. These, these are... Standard. So this is his, um, and you're not going to be able to see it, but this is what the document looks like. Additional conditions of release. They hit a bunch of check boxes. They put everything in there to show that, hey, you're agreeing to this abiding by the following restrictions on personal association, residence, travel, like communication and writing about all international travel plans, uh, the work, and um, having to be subject to uh, random drug and alcohol testing. It tells you the uh, the following penalties and sanctions that could happen, whether it's fines up to $250,000, detainment, things like that. Um, and then 
they both had to sign. So Hunter Biden's signature and the judge's signature. So he's bound to that. So the the question is, one, when's the first drug test, <laughs> the first random drug test, because that needs to happen. And two, what happens when he tests dirty? Is he, what do you think? Is he going, are they going to random test him? Because random, is, it's so random, is such a random word. Because they could just never randomly show up. Or they're gonna, are they going to keep him on the move? He's not going to stop doing drugs. He's not. Hunter Biden, laughing at us all. What, do you, what could Joe Biden possibly be thinking right now about his son? I mean, that's my son. Could he be worried? Could he be worried that his son is going to say the wrong thing and get them and, and or the, the house of cards is going to completely collapse? It, it's possible. And that's why, I don't know, Hunter Biden, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan at all. He's a piece of garbage. But I would say instead of smoking marijuana, maybe Hunter Biden should smoke Patriot cigars and maybe support my business, mypatriotcigars.com. Did you see just how I segued into that? That was kind of lame, I know. But I got to do it. Come on, mypatriotcigars.com. You guys have been actually really good with supporting me, and I, I'm and my business, and I'm, I can't thank you enough for that. Promo code MAGA, 25% off, mypatriotcigars.com. Got some great cigars there, either you or you love the ones. We got merch, hats. You see the shirts I wear all the time. We got the We the People Truckers hat, you know. And then, of course, again, you could buy a cigar for a deployed service member overseas and in-country at a highly discounted price that we take care of shipping it and getting it into the hands and mouths of service members so they can enjoy Patriot Cigars. Did a great cigar event last night at a local brewery. Uh, again, it was like the third one I did, and cigars were a hit. I had uh, two people recognize me from my show, which was pretty cool. They were like, hey, uh, we watch your podcast. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have to endure me for an hour or more. But a perfect segue. Yes, Hunter needs these. Hunter needs Patriot Cigars. They're much better than marijuana. They're not going to get you high, but they're actually going to soothe your soul in a you know, cigars are like yoga. So mypatriotcigars.com, use promo code MAGA, 25% off free shipping on orders over $100. I bet Hunter is a blast at parties. I, I would imagine, listen, in my heyday, I'm 44 years old. But back in the day, I partied pretty heavy. I never did it. I never did drugs. Ever, ever, ever did drugs. I drank a lot. I don't even really drink much at all anymore. Maybe socially here and there. I had a couple old fashions last night, which were which were very good. Bourbon old fashioned. They were they were delicious. But in my heyday, I would have had a good time partying with Hunter Biden, I think. <laughs> I think probably in our younger days we all would. Even given I don't know, I don't know if I could blame Hunter Biden totally for becoming the piece of shit that he became because of the abuse that happened in that family. Hunter Biden was not the prized child. Bo Biden was. I don't know. I'm the fastest hour of the day. I, I'm ho hopefully it's a good thing. Hopefully it's a good thing. I appreciate you guys coming on every day and in the chat. I mean, it's great. And I think this is like the fourth week into the show and I'm going to keep doing it. I'm having, I have a great time. And you know, when I'm on the show with uh, James, my co-host, like we did, we, the people radio on Tuesday, we'll be back tomorrow night for 
Uh, we didn't do one last week, but Freedom Friday tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Rumble. Please hit the follow, hit the like. You know the, you know the, you know the routine. Hit the thumbs up. There's a couple leftists, a couple pieces of garbage popping in and hitting the thumbs down on me, trying to screw with me. But I get it. It comes with the territory. I don't mind. I love the attacks on Twitter. But if, if you're on Twitter and you see my show, retweet it, share it. Um, I have somebody great who you probably know on Twitter. I'm not going to say it yet. But uh, she's going to be doing uh, clips of my show starting next month so I could start sharing the smaller clips. I just don't have the time to cut the show up. But I have someone who's very popular in the movement, does a lot of um, uh, journalisming and things like that. She's going to be clipping the show for me and, and helping me out. But, you know, hit the like, hit the follow. And uh, I appreciate everybody always coming in. All right. So Hunter Biden, garbage. Is he gonna is he gonna make it through? I have a feeling they're gonna get another sweetheart deal. Maybe it'll just be a little different, obviously, that won't make him have that uh blanket immunity um in in perpetuity for other charges. But let's face it, we're not Hunter Biden. We'll never be like Hunter Biden, and he will reign as far as in the elitist class. And He'll have his little Secret Service detail until Daddy is not president anymore, which who knows how long that'll be. Is Joe Biden going to finish his presidency, or is he going to have to resign out of disgrace? Are they going to segue him out of uh, office because of a uh, uh, a health condition if things get too uh, racy in the investigations and possible impeachment inquiries? I don't know. We'll see what Devin Archer is going to say on Monday if he doesn't turn up dead over the weekend. They have... I hope that guy's protected. I really do. Speaking of protected and, and things, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll cover this now. I am no fan of Mitch McConnell. Turtle man. Uniparty. Scumbag. Piece of shit. Man. The guy's old. I know he fell not too long ago. But this was, when I saw this yesterday, this is disturbing to watch. I was a paramedic for a long time. And when I saw this and I saw the lockup and the gate of him, I immediately said he's having a TIA, a transient ischemic attack. It's a mini stroke. And they're self-correcting. You'll go into this post-dictal, like, forget who you are for a minute and your surroundings. And after a while, you'll, you'll come back to reality. Happens with a lot of people who have a stroke history. Or you don't have to have a stroke to have TIAs. Maybe someone who's had a, a history of falling and hitting their head or just old and cognitive stuff and things like that. But this was, to me, a telltale sign is the guy had a mini stroke and he had just fallen not too long ago. But look at this. And again, I don't like the guy. Uh, it, it, was, it was rough to see. And there are people that I, don't, I would not mind seeing suffer. And I'll, I'm going to take the high road. Mitch McConnell, I wouldn't want to see suffer like, like this, but let, just look. Participation in a string of and he's fighting it too. Yep. Yep. Locking up. Locking up. The sweat under the eyes. This guy's got one foot in the grave. Yep.
Yeah, he knows. And that's what typically what happens. Yep. When it happens sometimes, you look, you just you just don't know what's going on. And uh, I, I feel bad for him. It wasn't a seizure. I think he had a mini stroke. I think, I think, and mini strokes like a TIA, it's, um, they're self-correcting. Like he has no idea who's asking him a question. Who are you? Like what? Nah, I got nothing else to say. He knows. And it's, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't, he doesn't even know what direction he's going in. And then apparently later on, because again, they're self-correcting. They are self-correcting. Um, he was able to answer questions, so they played it off like, he's fine, he's fine, he just felt a little lightheaded. That's not feeling lightheaded. Just, just look at his, you know, look at his eyes at the stair. They're not moving. I'm going really slow. Look, he's just, in, he's fixed on one direction, and this, and this is what happens, all right? And I don't think, it wasn't a full-blown stroke. This, 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 this was a mini-stroke, and you could see under his eyes, all under his eyes, or how all the sweat and the and the paleness, the locking, you know, his his jaws kind of locked up, not moving, and he was in the middle of a statement, and then all of a sudden he didn't realize what planet he was on, he had forgotten what he was saying. the The other member of Congress that came up to him and said, "Are you okay, Mitch?" He's just looking at him like, "Who are you? Do you have anything else to say?" No. Um. No, uh, I, I would have that debate with Tim Pool. It was not a seizure. He was not. You don't have to shake abruptly to have a seizure. But when you seize, your eyes are not still like that. It was a TIA. Tim Pool is a fucking idiot. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Tim Pool is a condescending, knit hat wearing little punk. Okay, you're incorrect. I can't. You're interrupting me. Shut up. I can't stand him. I only watch his show when he has decent guests on. Like he had Roseanne Barr on the other night. And I love Roseanne. I mean, I just do. And I didn't get to watch the whole show, but there were some points in there. And I'm like, don't you be mean to Roseanne Barr, you little shit. Yeah, he's uh. Yeah, Tim Pool's an idiot. Seizure. It wasn't a seizure. It was a TIA. They're probably not going to officially say this. And this goes into this whole thing on where, of course, now, if you say age limits, they're going to immediately attack you and say, well, Donald Trump is 77 years old. Okay. We're all not idiots. You can have two 80-year-olds. And you can have an 80-year-old that has one foot in the grave that can barely get out of his own way, cognitive decline, a lot of medical problems, Mitch McConnell, and then you can have an 80-year-old, let's just say 77-year-olds, and you have a 77-year-old like Donald Trump. Doesn't smoke, doesn't drink, eats like shit, drinks soda. Those are his, those are his big things. Always passes his physicals with flying color, colors. He's not the the... Uh, most in shape, plays golf every day with no issues on the golf course in 90 degree heat every day again. And mentally sharp. You, you can't, you can't, age is just a number. It's a matter of 
the cognitive aptitudes of these people, which they should all at a certain age. If you're if you're a leader in our government, the moment you hit the age 65, and I would go that low, you should have to start taking yearly a cognitive aptitude test. Okay. And it should be public record. And then maybe if you're going to stay in politics and you hit 70 years old, you should have to do it every six months. Yeah, but yeah, Mitch McConnell needs to go. It's already been said he's not running again. I don't think he's going to, I, I, I don't think he's going to make his, uh, I want him to retire. I want him to retire to go. I think he's got grandchildren. He might even have great grandchildren. He needs to retire and enjoy his life in Kentucky. Enough with this bullshit. It, it, it's so hostile in government. He doesn't need that. He should go live out the rest of his days with his family and enjoy life. I don't want to see Mitch McConnell die as a sitting senator. The way I'm seeing it now, if he doesn't, if his family doesn't step in and say, you need to retire and come home and be with us, this guy's going to die as a sitting senator. And, 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 and his family will then regret not having him home as a retired senator enjoying life. And that's what I think he, uh, he needs. But unfortunately, his office reaffirms that the senator is fine, adding that he felt lightheaded and stepped away for a moment, but was sharp and taking questions upon his return. He had a mini stroke. Let's face it. Uh, earlier this year, he's 81. He was, he was out for six weeks after uh, he fell. He was in Washington. He was at a hotel. He fell and he suffered a concussion. That can't be good for an 81-year-old. Probably shook some stuff up in there. He won't get reelected regardless, but he's not running again. He's not running again. And I believe some of these families are the worst. But yeah, elder abuse, 100%. Look at Jill Biden, the, uh, the wet nurse, and everybody else surrounding Joe. Joe. Joe should not be in politics anymore. But anyway, that was all Mitch McConnell. Uh, really quick, wanted to get into this um donald trump backs gop's bank your vote early voting initiative i said early on uh you know i always said it said listen we have election day everyone should be voting on election day and we know our elections have changed and we can't play that game anymore it's unfortunate but that's just the way it is and the democrats are very good at early voting mail-in voting and ballot harvesting so I, I back this plan. I just, I don't like the fact that the GOP, if the RNC is running it, I'd like to see somebody like Scott Pressler running it. But in any case, I'm going to vote early because here's the problem now with, with voting on election day, you're going to have problems with machines. You're going to have problems with lines and on elect it's, it's, it's going to be convoluted. It's going to be packed. And I agree with this, the voting early initiative. So Donald Trump, who obviously is the leading GOP candidate, is formally backing the RNC's Bank Your Vote initiative to push to get as many Republicans nationwide to vote early in 2024. When, again, we were always the party of Election Day of Election Day, but we have to be honest with each other, with ourselves, that that's not how it's going to work anymore. That We have to make sure we have our vote in and it counts because Election Day is where a lot of the irregularities are going to happen with, again, voting machines, not properly sized ballots, and it uh, may be a little too late on election day. 
because we know, just like it says here, radical Democrats have abused and taken advantage of absentee and early voting laws to build a big lead over Republicans before Election Day. And this is what Trump said in a new in a in a video, which I have a clip from it. And you have groups that are funded by far left uh, organizations that have focused on collecting ballots. That's all they wanted to do is just collect ballots. And as much as we hated it, it didn't turn out to be such a bad idea. So I, I agree with this. I'm actually going to pull this video up right here. Give me one second. Bear with me, people. Oh, it's a short video. Too long radical Democrats have abused and taken advantage of absentee and early voting laws to build a big lead over Republicans before Election Day. While Republicans have worked to share our beautiful values with voters, Democrats and dangerous groups funded by the far left have simply focused on collecting ballots. That's all they wanted to do, collecting ballots. But yeah. you know what? It turned out to be not such a bad idea. This must change for us to win in 2024. We may not like the current system, but we need to master the rules and beat the Democrats at their own game, and then we can make our own rules. Republicans must get tougher and fight harder to cast our votes and get our ballots turned in earlier so Democrats can't rig the polls against us on Election Day. We cannot let that happen. They rigged the election in 2020. We cannot let that happen in 2024. The RNC is leading the fight to help secure your vote in 2024 as well. They're fighting bad Democrat laws, putting folks on the ground to serve as poll workers and poll watchers, and engaging attorneys to monitor every step of the voting process. Go to bankyourvote.com to sign up and commit to voting early. Bankyourvote.com. We must defeat the far left at their own game, or our country will never recover from this disastrous, crooked Biden administration. Sign up at bankyourvote.com now and join the Republican effort to win big in 2024. We're going to win, and we're going to make America great again. Thank you very much. So I agree. And Brian, that's a good point, and that's why part of this initiative in certain areas where it is legal, because it is legal in a lot of places to ballot harvest. Some places it is not. Where it is legal, uh, there will be initiatives and plans for that to happen as well. We have to, we have to beat the Democrats at their own game. It's the only way it's going to happen. And we have to ensure that Republicans are getting out and voting or we're bringing the polls to them, whether that's mail-in ballots, we're ballot harvesting, and we're making sure that everyone is voting. That is the big issue because not everyone can come out and vote on vote on election day. And then people say, yeah, enough people are going to go out and vote. You don't really need my vote and we need your vote. That's why we want it early. So and they're going to have multiple fronts from digital and, and uh, data to ground game, strategic messaging. Um, they're going to identify voters likely to vote early, use digital efforts to communicate with those voters, Field operations, they're going to have, uh, they're looking to knock on hundreds of millions of doors in, in the past election cycles that they have uh, to, to get all this uh, data. And the RNC's election integrity team right now has 80,000 members nationwide. And they're going to make direct contacts with people, ballot harvesting where it can. And I, I think it is, um, it has come to this, unfortunately. And 
I'm not going to be blackpilled by anybody saying that it's not going to work. It's not worth it. Why bother? The elections are rigged. I get it. And you can say it. What, so then, then what's the solution right now? Give, give me a solution. No one seems to have one. So this initiative has not been attempted before by Republicans. Maybe we could play the game better. And that's why it's important. If you're sitting on your ass for election day or you're sitting on your ass for any of these election days that are early and not signing up your local board of elections to be poll watchers or ballot counters or overseers or whatever positions are available, precinct captains, and you're going to complain about it, don't complain about it when you did nothing. And also don't tell me that, well, I don't have the time to do it. Everybody has the time to do it. You want to be a patriot? Take a day off from work and do it. They'll pay you. Not a lot. They're paid positions. You might have to burn a sick day. You might have to go a day without getting paid. You want to know something? I would rather take that day of not being paid than knowing I maybe made a difference with my watchful eyes, especially if you're in this movement, than to just let our republic just fall apart and go to shit. It may sound like it's not a big deal, but now if enough of us are getting involved in doing it. It's a huge deal. Yeah, they may take it from me, but I'm not going to give it to them. We can't give it to them, so we have to fight for it. And I, and I, I said, listen, I was the biggest proponent. Go back to my old shows. We have to vote on election day. Don't mail in your vote. Don't vote early. And then, but seeing what happens, uh, I was wrong because the Democrats will not stop, and we have to play the game better than them. I'm going to vote early. I'm pledging. I am voting early. I am going to do that, and I'm going to encourage as many people as possible to vote early. I'd love to see every Republican vote early and have sparse attendance on Election Day to give the mainstream media something to cry about and saying, look, the Republicans aren't coming out to vote. No, <laughs> check, the early, check the early voting. I think it's important. And just so everybody knows before we wrap up, Iowa poll, Donald Trump maintains a double-digit lead in the Iowa poll, which is big. This is from, uh, this was this week. So Iowa's, Iowa's a big deal. And uh, get out get out early and vote when you see it in your area. And it's, uh, let's stop talking about UFOs. I don't really give a shit about UFOs. I could care less about UFOs. Let's worry about what's really important. Getting Donald Trump elected, getting these nefarious pieces of shit out of office, maybe a couple of them in jail. Doubt that's going to happen. And I don't know if you guys saw this. We'll end with this, actually. Mike Pence had a please clap moment. This guy's such a loser. He was applauded by two people for saying he couldn't stop the 2020 steal. <laughs> He's at an event. His campaign is just, it's, it's a non-existent campaign. He, uh, he was at an event and basically speaking to a small crowd who looked bored in Iowa, uh, Mike Pence, he was asked by a voter who believes he should have sent um, the dubious votes from some states back to their legislatures for further examination. Of course, Mike Pence took the establishment line telling the woman he had no authority to do so, which they already said was not correct. I'm going to 
it's only a 35 second video, but <laughs> check this out. Constitution affords no authority for the vice president or anyone else to reject votes or return votes to the states. Never been done before, should never be done in the future. I'm sorry, ma'am, but that's actually what the Constitution says. No vice president in American history ever asserted the authority that you have been convinced that I have. And I want to tell you, with all due respect, I said before, I said when I announced President Trump was wrong about my authority that day, and he's still wrong. I believe it with all my heart. <laughs> uh, I guess there was a former Trump supporter turned Trump hater for, for some uh, brainwashing there. Then I had to clap for Mike Pence. Give me a break, lady. You can vote early in person. Yes. Vote early in person. But only vote once. <laughs> Don't be a Democrat. Anyway. So yeah, Mike Pence, another loser, and um, whatever. He doesn't stand a chance anyway. I don't know. Ron DeSantis doesn't seem like he's going to be uh, in it for much longer. Yeah, some people are predicting that he'll be out by Labor Day. He's, he's just running out of money. He's not getting grassroots donations. Again, Donald, Donald Trump is the king of grassroots single voter donations under $200, and it's just not happening for me, Paul Ron. So... Vote early and in person. Bankyourvote.com. Share it on your Twitters, on your whatever you're using. And don't forget to hit the like button. Hit the follow. Rumble. Rumble's where it's at. You should be on Rumble. I have Facebook. You can share it there. Get her wherever, but Rumble. Hit the like. Hit the follow. Appreciate you being here as always. Tomorrow is Freedom Friday. I'll be back 8 a.m. Eastern. And then again tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with my co-host, James Curry. We'll be doing memes of the week. And uh, that's about it. Again, I'm looking forward to wrapping up the week. So listen, have a great day. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning. As always, MAGA hat stays on. Stays on. See you later.